Welcome to Soul Driven, a podcast dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for life inspiration, practical how-tos, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I am your host. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here today. <laughs> so I'm so pleased to have you join me for another Driven Lesson. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. The Driven Lessons are focused on wisdom that I have learned in the past or I'm currently learning within my business or clients. So how's everyone doing this week? <laughs> uh, you know, I just, um, I think the, the number one thing I want to say is that we are living in incredible times right now. And yeah, that's, you know, 2020 is just, it's bringing it hard. <laughs> it's bringing it so hard. I, I feel like from day to day, I don't know what's going on. You know, maybe you're the same way. It's like, how do I... You know, and not only am I having to recreate a new normal because our old normal is gone for forever, but then in addition, you know, we've got all of these different things going on within our society right now. And, you know, which leads me to today's topic, having tough conversations. So it wasn't a topic that I planned on talking about at all. And the main reason for that is because I still struggle with this so much. But, per usual, um, I'm not always in charge of what topic I'm led to talk about. And this is what I was led to talk about. And I gotta tell you, like initially it didn't make sense, but then I realized it ties in so nicely with everything that is happening in the United States right now. You know, our current state of affairs, specifically the death of George Floyd, the protests, the, uh, the, the, the movements that are happening. My heart just felt like, yes, this is right because so much of what is happening right now could have been abated, could have been sidestepped if we were able to have tough conversations, right? And for me, it's all tied together right now. So whether we're talking about the importance of having tough conversations in our personal life or in our business or in our day-to-day, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure that you see this immediately. You're like, yes. <laughs> we need to be able to have tough conversations. I was uh, I told a friend the other day, it was like, I want to make tough conversations normal, you know, like I want to make that just something that we naturally do. Anyway, before I get ahead of myself, today I want to start off with a quote by Tim Ferriss, who is fabulous if you don't know him. He says, a person's success in life can usually be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. Boom. 
So, fact. I have never been good with hard conversations. In fact, it's probably one of the weakest areas in my life, and it always has been. But that in of itself is kind of blurry because it's not like I can't speak my truth or be honest or even be direct. I mean, I have been accused of being bossy and bitchy and too direct and too honest. Um, and so, I mean, my, my problem has, <laughs> has always been that, you know, how it comes out is not always up to me. <laughs> something I'm forever working on. But I know I know you feel me, right? Because as children, this is this is what we were taught. We were raised being taught to be quiet, not to ask questions or be rude. I mean, our mothers would hush us up so quickly if we did anything inappropriate. For example, when I was 14, I had just gotten my nose pierced. And I walked into work. I was working in a grocery store at the time. I was a cashier. And nobody said anything to me, but I had the room. Everyone was looking at me. I mean, this was what, like 97 or something. So nose rings, there was no one else in high school that had a nose ring. (laughs) So this was not just like, you know, kind of a normal thing that it is now. I walked into work, no one said anything to me, but everyone was looking at me. And the people were like coming through my line and you know, they were looking at me, but they were very uncomfortable. They were like trying not to look at at me, but looking at me. And then finally this little girl like pulled on her mom and she was like, mom, what's in that girl's nose? And I started laughing. (laughs) Cause it was like, oh my gosh, someone finally said something. But of course, like the mother, like hushed her. She was like, no, no, honey, it's okay. It's okay. You know? And it's like, no, but that's my point. We're taught from a very young age, not to be honest about what we see, not to talk about it, not to say things, not to like express how we feel. We're taught to like push it away, especially if it may not be polite or it may not be politically correct or something of that nature. And then we're what, supposed to forget about it? Like that doesn't happen, right? So in eighth grade for me, I finally got to join public school, something I was very excited about. I had spent the majority of my life, basically all of it, in private school. And if you know anything about private school, the class sizes are very small. It's basically like a large family and meh. I was ready, you know, to like be cool and go to public school. And honestly, I was really excited about boys, <laughs> right? I'll just be truthful. Because in private school, you know all the guys and uh, anyway, they become like brothers. So whatever. But it wasn't long before I started getting into trouble with my classmates. Uh, one day a girl called me and she said, Anna, do you like so-and-so? And I was just like, no. And when I said no, I didn't mean anything malicious about it by any means. You know, I was used to being in a private school where class sizes are small and, you know, you just don't like everyone. Now, just because you don't like someone doesn't mean you can't get along with them, doesn't mean you can't deal with them. 
right? It's like the brother or si- like, you know, brother or sister who like kind of drives you crazy, but they're your brother and sister. So like, you got to deal with them. <laughs> you just learn to deal with it. So when I said no, it wasn't anything malicious. However, this girl was also on the phone. They had called me freeway and she started yelling and cussing at me and I hung up the phone immediately. I was like horrified. I, I was just, I was like so underqualified to deal with the happenings of public school. I wasn't used to clicks. I wasn't used to gossip. I was used to being honest. In my family, my parents like really rewarded honesty. And to be quite frank with you, I've always been an honest person anyway. No matter how awkward or terrible it comes out, I'm a horrible liar. So, but I felt really bad. It was like, man, I, you know, I, I certainly didn't mean to hurt her feelings, but like, no, I don't like her and I don't have to like her. We don't have to like everyone, but that's not, (laughs) not the norm. That's not, you know, like that's not how we're raised. That's not what we are taught through conditioning in life. So suffice it to say, I was shredded to pieces throughout my entire eighth grade year. By the end of it, I had finally learned that you know, I, I had kind of learned how to dodge the things that I couldn't be honest to, which is very unfortunate, right? I mean, but isn't that all of us? I know that you've experienced some version of that in your life, whether it was with a parent or teacher or maybe a boss or, you know, your partner. Like, we're taught to sugarcoat things. Um, we're also taught to like not raise our hand or like ask a question at work, you know, because heaven forbid, like it's a, it's considered a dumb question by other people and then we'll get laughed and jeered at, but that's not cool. Right? So as children, we're taught that we can't be honest. And so we grow up as an adult who can't have tough conversations Because the very root of being able to have a tough conversation is understanding that honesty is a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a thing that, man, it just, it heals all wounds. So when we disagree with our boss, you know, like we're freaking out because, or like we, I should say that again, we don't disagree with our boss because we're scared that we'll get fired. Um, we don't tell our spouse or partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you know, that secret we have, or maybe that awful thing we did because we think they might leave us or our friend who upset us. We don't want to tell them that because if we're honest and have that hard conversation, they might just decide they don't want to be our friend anymore. But the bottom line is that we have to, we have to for like a billion reasons. (laughs) but the number one is simply because we will never be all that we are capable of being if we don't learn how to have tough conversations and that's huge i mean think about it think about someone who's wildly successful in worldly terms right who has made tons of money i guarantee you that regardless of how the world sees them, if they are someone who can't handle 
hard conversations and can't have them, then they don't feel successful on the inside. If they aren't able to deal with things face to face, you know, if they, <laughs> and, and l- let me just say, we can set aside the, the shining example of the current person in charge of the US because, I mean, like he just straight up doesn't deal with anything. But narcissism aside, there's no normal slash rational person who could still feel successful if they can't have those difficult conversations because it's just a part of life. So I want to get a little bit woo-woo on you for a minute (laughs) and just hang with me. Um, So a few months ago, I was researching where Saturn is located in my chart and it's in Libra. So one of the main things I've learned about that specific placement is that the Saturn in Libra has a very difficult time communicating. They're often shy as a child. They don't speak up very often. And when I first read this, I was like, what? No way, no way, forget about it. I mean like, hello, I've been a writer since I was seven. I talk constantly, I get in trouble for talking. (laughs) I could make a living talking. Um, and on and on and on. But as the days went by and I started thinking about it more and more, it was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's right. I am, I am terrible at communication. I'm terrible. And, and it's, (laughs) it still cracks me up just realizing like what a blind side this was for me. I mean, I thought back to like my roommates, you know, like when I would be living with my roommates and one of them would upset me and how I would, oh my gosh, it was like the end of the world for me to have to even say anything about it and forget it if it was like someone I worked with or through the years, you know, someone I managed or something like that. Oh, not that I didn't get through those things because of course I did and not that I didn't learn how to deal with those things, but you know, I'm really good at maneuvering to the left and to the right instead of going directly at something. So, and that style of avoidance, what it did to me is that it only allowed me to mature to a certain level and it, it uh, prevented me from being able to step into my true self-confidence. Because I knew that there was like this hang up with me. And for me specifically, I mean, we're, we're all raised, you know, not to tell the truth. We all have that kind of background. For me specifically, I, my brain works really quickly. And because of that, what comes out of my mouth doesn't always align, especially if I'm, if emotions are involved. I can be very reactive and when I am reactive, like it's not good. And I've learned this in my life. I've lost friends. I've lost business opportunities and jobs. And so at some point in time in my life, I started just kind of shutting down and, and really trying to like evaluate before I would say anything, which can be good and and not so good. Um, because we don't always have that time or that that distance. And that becomes, you know, hard to deal with. Now, 
before I jump into the next thing, what I do want to share with you is that what's cool about astrology and investing in ourselves and learning about our weaknesses or shortcomings is that like specifically with the Libra or Saturn and Libra, the other side of that, the flip side of that is that if I can overcome this in my life, if I can learn how to articulate my feelings and emotions, if I can learn how to do this and have these tough conversations without hurting people, which is never my intention, and you know, without getting hard and all of those things, then a person with um, their Saturn and Libra can change the world through their communication. They can inspire people through their speech. And so like I have a, a, a really huge reason <laughs> to overcome this, right? But this is something that all of us need to overcome. And I will say that for me, especially as I have gotten older, once I stepped into my business in 2012, I started having to have tough conversations all of the time. I mean, nearly every day. And it could be everything from a tough conversation with someone on my team, it could be one with my client, it could just be, you know, in the midst of me trying to, uh, like in sales, right? Tough conversations can be everything. But that started giving me the confidence to step out and to start having these conversations more. I will still say that I have so much room to grow, right? And I think that a lot of us do. And that's really why I wanted to talk about this today because we need to be having these tough conversations, right? Like within our romantic relationships, I'm very thankful that my boyfriend and I do our best to have what we consider radical honesty in our relationship, meaning that we really share how we feel and we share, you know, the good and the bad. I talk about it in regards to like being able to share your ugly <laughs> with your person, right? If you can't do that, then how do you know if they really love you? And if you don't know if they really love you for who you are, then how can you ever feel secure in that relationship? We have to have those tough conversations, you know, maybe about do you really want to have a baby? Do you really want to buy this house? Do you really want to get married? Do you really want to move? Huge things, right? Same thing with our friends. I mean, if we can't talk to our friends about like, you know, maybe we see something that they post on Facebook and it offends us or, or it hurts our feelings, like we should be able to have those conversations because if we can't, it starts to build resentment in our relationship and we distance ourselves from that person versus being able to share with that person what it was that hurt our feelings or why it offended us. And then, you know, that person will either respect it. It might even be a moment of education for them and they'll be like, oh wow, I didn't realize that. Um, or it won't be, but regardless, you'll understand if that person is really supposed to be your friend. You know, when it gets into bosses, like that's a harder thing and that's something that like we've all gotta navigate, but we need to learn how to be honest with ourselves and or honest with other people and have those difficult conversations. 
And this very much brings me into what is happening in America right now. We need to be able to have these tough conversations around racism, around what is happening with our judicial system, our political system. I mean, I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here and say that I don't think that we would be here in regards to like the Black Lives Matter movement and the issues with the police and racism and blah, 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 if we were able to have the difficult the tough conversations with people, right? These are things that we have just turned our head to, that we've looked the other way. We haven't asked the other person. I know for myself, I haven't. You know, growing up, I didn't, I shared in my last podcast, I did not grow up in a diverse town. Like (laughs) my family, we were like the token Latinos and my family is like not traditional latino i mean like a we're spanish but b like we're like we're you know we were born here in america so um and 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 so that that was just like it it was funny to me really um but so and then growing up because of the the bullying that i experienced at the hands of this black girl i was i was scared i was scared to death to talk to my black friends about what they go through and what they experience and what is, you know, what they fear. I, and honestly, like these are always things that I, I was really curious about, but I didn't know how to have those difficult conversations. And I didn't know how to like properly educate myself in that way. And so that's just one example of why it is it's so important for us to have these difficult conversations and we could just kind of go back to um there's this other quote that i found by freaky frankie boyle (laughs) sometimes i can't speak either we don't live in a shared reality we each live in a reality of our own and causing upset is often the price of trying to reach each other It's always easier to dismiss other people than to go through the awkward and time-consuming process of understanding them. We have given taking offense a social status it doesn't deserve. It's not much more than a way of avoiding difficult conversations. The bottom line is, is that we need to be able to have these conversations because we need to overcome them. And like I mentioned, we as individuals will never become all, all, all capital letters, all that we can be if we can't do this, if we can't have these difficult conversations. We're never going to be able to give back to our world the way we should. We're never going to be able to approach our career, our profession the way we would if we can do these things, we'll never be able to feel secure in our relationships and we'll definitely never be true, genuine or authentic to ourselves, right? Because the whole thing is, is like, we need to have the discussion, no matter how flimsy or awkward or difficult or maybe even angry it is. This is something that I'm personally learning right now. And I've already kind of gotten myself in trouble <laughs> for it. Um, Cause basically ever since I found out about, you know, 
the fact, or, or I should say realize that I have this issue with communication and then realize what could be on the other side for me if I learn how to have these conversations. I've just been throwing myself in them left and right and it's been awkward and it's even kind of been scary and, and, and I haven't done a great job and so I've had to say I'm sorry a lot but I know that the longer I do that, the easier it's going to get, the better it is I'm going to get at it. And that is going to affect and benefit everything, not just myself, but everything in my world, my partner, my family, my friends, my clients, my business, my everything, right? And even my podcasts. <laughs> and so I've gotten on here to be very vulnerable with you and to share this because I don't, I, I'm not perfect. I'm not there yet. So I'm with you 100%. I am not as bad as I used to be, but I got a long way to go. <laughs> so I ask that you join me. In fact, I challenge you to. What I challenge you with today and what I want to leave with you today is this one challenge. Think about one difficult conversation that you need to have in your life and do it. Go, go do it. <laughs> well, this wraps everything up for today. Now I wanna hear from you. What one conversation, tough conversation, are you gonna have? Share your answer with me on today's post at Instagram or shoot me an email at souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. If today's message inspired you, please leave me an iTunes review, share this episode on social media and with those that you love. And don't forget to sign up for the email list. I have some awesome things that I'm only going to be sharing with that list very soon. Thank you for joining again. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits.